Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality for December 27th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva and Nicholas D. So, Dolly, how are you doing today? Peachy Keen, how is everybody else? I don't know. Let's ask them. Walt, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good in Canada. Awesome. Walter? Um, I'm okay. I'm well, fortunately, fortunately survived uh, uh, Christmas, so I'm glad. Uh, what was confusing was the day after Christmas. That was really weird. Uh, I went to the local Target, and <laughs> one of the I was uh, taken care of by one of the lady cashiers. That uh, it's funny. She reminds me of Dolly because she looks like Dolly, and she has Dolly's voice. Uh, but she was confused, so confused because I said to her, "Is this the day after Christmas or Black Friday?" I'm confused, and she knows. I, she goes, "I know what you mean. Uh, this is. It has been this way since 7 a.m. I got here at 11, and it was already like this. So I don't know. Maybe people thought the stores were going to be open by Christmas, and then got caught with their fridges empty. I don't know. It was craziness yesterday at the store." <laughs> for whatever reason. Well, uh, were you snowed Are in? Are you saying there were a bunch of people? Oh, sorry, Nancy. No, the entire the store has never been this filled, not even by before Black Friday. So that I was so confused. Oh. I mean, even the like I said, the, even the lady cashier that waited on me, she says it's been like this since seven a.m. She says, uh, "Oh, uh, I know. Nobody can believe it." What? Background people. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, they finally they finally got a day off and they get they get yeah, back that? yeah well well I'm surprised because with the online uh, shopping experience nowadays you know you get Black Friday online you get mm-hmm. Boxing Day online why would you go, you go out and you know fight physically fight people in a store to get a some kind of bargain that you, you know it's just crazy in the end you could stay at home and shop online instead to get the same price. Uh, this makes me believe that they're probably background people. Like you got to experience the background people crowd now, Walt. Wow, that was that was, um, that was amazing. <coughs> um, I, like for example, you know when you're walking between the aisles and you're going from one section to another, there wasn't a single aisle that didn't have people on it. It was the never seen the the store that fell. And this is just a neighborhood store. This is not a major metropolis. It's just, you know, a local store, so, but, I don't know. It was weird. So maybe, much maybe it's the hunter uh, instinct in human beings, you know. They're out for the hunt to be able to find the after or, or Christmas sales. Or unconsciously, they're unconsciously picking up that something big is about to happen, and it's like a survival 
uh, behavior kicking in that they need to grab onto something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe they're picking up that something's about to happen. That could be true. Like with all the re- with <clears throat> all the, re- the reveals that are going on, the Twitter files and all that stuff. Well, I I just listened to a segment um, on the five, and they were talking about the fact that this Christmas season, the what was it, what they had deter- what they were determining is that people were not afraid of inflation or recession. Or, you know, because they were just, there was a lot of buying. It was a very, very good Christmas season. And they're, you know, talking about, you know, the inflation and recession. And I said, these people are all brain dead. They don't know that they're about to be, you know, (laughs) in a recession. Because it, it just is, you know. But if they think that, that's good for us. Because if they think that everything is going to be good, like you're alluding to, Nick, that, okay, that's good. That's a good thing. Keep that going. Keep that going. You know, because the good thing is January 6th, 2023. Just just around the corner. Yeah. It's only, what, eight days out? What's today? Tuesday? It's Friday. So a week and three days. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we know, we've said forever, that if somebody gives you a date, it's it's bogus. But this is a scheduled event by the Supreme Court. so Unless all the members of the Supreme Court get get kidnapped. Yeah. And nobody knows where they went. Yeah. Uh, how about the idea of putting out dates out there to see, to monitor what the dark ones are going to do? You know, we know that they're going to scramble to prevent any I don't think there's any I don't, I don't think there's any black ones out there I, well the I, well, minions or whatever's uh, the left minions, like, listen, the cockroaches yeah. left the in cockro- a corner here the and cock- there yeah the cockroaches are out there but I think the heads of this whole thing are, are half with their heads they're already gone because if, if if it's this simple to go before the Supreme Court have the entire election overturned and throw out people because they broke their oath of office. I mean, everybody looks at it and they go, oh, well, look at all these things with Twitter and everybody in the government from, you know, the president on down. I mean, do you guys remember when Joe Biden got up in front of some audience and said, I've got the best election election steal operation in history? Something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, I remember that video. Yeah. And somehow it just went through. <laughs> you, you know, it just disappeared, right? But when you think in terms of what we're seeing right now, it, it's like you would think that if there was a black hat organization that still was kind of in control, you would have something that would take the Supreme Court down before they could make this decision. All hell would break loose, but, you know, that's what they want. And um, I just feel that, no, I think that the White Hats have done a pretty damn good job. And, um, yeah. Now, what could happen is that they could decide to table it. You know, put it on the table. But I don't I don't think they will because they're the ones that were pushing the timeline. 
You know, they said to to the Brunson brothers, you know, how how fast can you get this to us? And they said two weeks, and they said we need it faster. And so a week later it was presented, and um, it was on the schedule within hours for January 6th. Not the 7th, not the 5th, January 6th. I think it was a clear message by the Supreme Court. And this is a Supreme Court that overturned uh, Ray, Roe Wade. And why did they do it? Because they're constitutionalists. They're actually following the Constitution. There was never... See, see, the key to the Constitution is the statement that if the federal government is not explicitly given a power, they do not have that power that they're looking for. And this is where everything went bonkers because the, the, the Congress and the executive offices just started to write their the executive office. These executive orders are totally unconstitutional, but nobody has stepped up to stop it. The things that the, the Congress is doing are totally unconstitutional, but nobody has come forth to be able to somehow get them under control. And in the beauty of the Constitution, that was recognized. It's called the balance of power. So if the first two, executive and congressional, get taken over by foreign entities, which is what happened, then you only have the Supreme Court to save the country. And last night they had a picture of the Supreme Court come up. I'm not even sure it wasn't in regards to that. It was something else. And as soon as I saw their picture... The, I got a word in my head, and that word was heroes. I looked at it, the word heroes went through my head. And I went, oh, nice. So I'm, I'm going to believe that the Supreme Court is going to do what the Constitution tells them to do. And President, President Trump will be will reclaim his position. <laughs> reclaim. So that, Has someone made any claims that the uh, members of the Supreme Court are part of the cabal at this point? Has anybody made mention of that at all? Well, Rob, yeah, Roberts was uh, thought to be a black hat. But... In, in, in hey, what about Amy Comey, Comey Barrett? Uh, the move she did on the last uh, thing that they, the last public judgment, I think, or s some file that they, sh she went against uh, what they were expecting from her, like that the good the good side was expecting something from her, and apparently she went uh, the other way. What about her? Well, y you know, again, we don't know how much of this is theater. And I know that I know what you're talking about. I don't remember exactly what the case was, but I think it had to do something with the voter voting, you know, looking at the vote. And it might just be that that if they had done if they had made some kind of a move then, it may not have allowed them the time, the white hats the time to be able to get rid of the cockroaches. Because that that's a preventive, uh, preventive yeah. move. Yeah, 
But this one, this one's a, a, you know, you either say yes or you say no. And that will set you in history and in heaven. Because there is no... What were you... What? What? I, I thought you were done. What were you saying about Roberts before? Oh, Robert Roberts in the in, yeah in the in the last um, few cases that have come before him, it seems like um, it seems like I'm dropping off here. Um, if our audience is having problems, I suspect it might be what we were talking about beforehand is that a lot of people may be trying to get after Christmas sales online. I bet you the stream is a little weak. It came back okay, but just, you know, nothing I can do about it. I'm, I'm watching it jump. Um, okay. A radio station is next to an online store? No, but this, the down with... Last... Okay. The Friday before Christmas... I could not believe my internet. It was so low. It was just like, I've never seen it that low. If I had had to have done a show that day, I couldn't. And I see that it's it's just jumped again. <laughs> so Check on the, the chat and see if anybody's having a terrible problem there. Nothing I can do. We're going to go. Orion and Yasmin said that the radio station has uh, came down and came back up again. Okay, that's that's, and I don't have very many. It's go on and off. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's me. I think it's the fact that we could have an overload on the because I, because of what Walt said earlier that that store was full. Yeah, background people are shopping online right now. Right, instead right. of going to Target. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So let me turn around and say to Rosie, Rosie, we need some help here. And I'm going to say to the posse, Posse, we need a little help here. You know, let's 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 have a nice show, not this technical BS thing. I got to I got to tell you guys this story about Rosie. So Rosie's the the dragon that is a uh, made in a 3D printer that has all these articulations. It moves. Its wings move. Its head move. Everything about it moves. And it's sitting on a Ho'oponopono resonator that's sitting on top of the fish tank because I've got a flat, you know, glass thing on the fish tank. So it's sitting up there. And the other day I was walking by Rosie and I put my hand on her and I was saying, good morning, Rosie. And all of a sudden I just jumped back because Rosie was alive. She was moving. And I w it took me a moment before I realized that Rosie was picking up the uh, vibration of the air air pump that was also on the top of the tank, right? But it's so it was so uncanny because it felt like she was just alive. So um, I had some guests, my Russian guests. There was three of them, and I said, "You guys gotta meet Rosie the dragon." And I bring them in there, and I said to Irma, my translator, I said, "Hey, Irma." I said, put your hand on Rosie. I didn't say anything to her. But she, she puts her hand on it, and she jumped back at least a foot. Like, oh, my God. You know? And it was like, you know, she did this. She couldn't imagine why it felt so alive. And then I explained it was the fish thing. But the other two, even though they saw her do that, 
when they touched it, they also had you. you it's such a freaky feeling that you, your hand just automatically, you know, reject. Ah, what? This thing is alive. This dragon's alive. But anyway, so Rosie is really alive. And if you think of it as an energy device, you've got this Shungite dragon that is sitting on... And this is the dragon that out of its uh, claw area put the blue light of Shungite. You know, we had a show, and I mentioned I showed the picture and everything. So she's pretty magical to begin with. But now you've got Rosie on top of a Hoponopono resonator on top of 55-gallon tank of water that's vibrating, the energy in this thing is immense and intense. So, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, Rosie will do her, do her thingy and we won't have any more problems. But, um, yeah. Judge Roberts. Rod, Roberts. You were saying about in the, the, yeah, the, in the Roberts. La- yeah, he, in the last couple of, uh, well, first off, Wade Rose. Roadway, he he voted for it, um, you, and there was some other cases that came up, and he, I'm trying to think of the one that just happened, and it was mentioned that he seemed to be the one that was pushing it, and I can't remember what case it was, but they just, I was just listening to it earlier today, but there does seem to be a, a change in him. Maybe he was replaced. You know, we don't know. So anyway, I, I'm I'm glad that people are still buying and still believing that it's all going to be all right. Sorry. So if he could have been replaced, then Nick, um, did I interrupt? No. Oh, okay. So Nick, if if Roberts could have been replaced, maybe uh, Amy. Could have been replaced too. Yeah, but like Nancy said, maybe it was a move. Maybe she did a move that that gave them time for other things. You know, we don't get to see the whole five D chess game. It might have been just a little move to. I agree. Yeah. Buy some time, and uh, you know, can only speculate right now. But hopefully, January sixth, they're going to come out, and and we'll have something good. uh, Some. You know something as 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 powerful as Trump's last message about uh, reclaiming, uh, you know, the whole thing about the censorship and, and reclaiming our right to to free speech. It has to be as powerful as that. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit demor- demoralizing. Is that an English word? Yes, it is. It is okay. Hopefully, we won't be demoralized by January sixth. You know, a little tiny speck of hope would be good. I agree. I agree. But um, I, I guess you agree that things look good, though. It's Well, yes, I do feel really comfortable with it. I mean, I know that it sounds like bizarro land, but I've done a lot of research into this thing. And, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I've done the research into how the whole thing got going and stuff and you you know you've got the supreme court that is pushing it to get it in front of it them so if you if if the supreme court is engaged in it and they set january 6th as the i mean that was that was planned somebody somebody put that date out there 
I mean, of all the dates you could have done it, you did it on that. And you did it basically pretty fast. I mean, to get the, to get a case in front of the Supreme Court takes years. Because what you have to do is you have to go through the lower courts. So you you have a case and you're you, you know, it's dismissed, you can appeal to the next higher court. But it goes on and on and on. It takes years. And then just to get in front of the, let's say you've got it so that you can now present it to the Supreme Court, it takes maybe months to years to get in front of the Supreme Court. And this was done in a matter of not even a month. You yeah, know? The national security uh, clause or thing that they found to bypass that whole lower court thing? Yes. And I, you know, I've dealt with the, the, let's say the the irony and the sense of humor of the universe this court case is being brought by four trumpeters that's what they did for a living they played the trumpet <laughs> come on and they're pretty good i've seen videos they're pretty good i mean they're pros their their absolutely. level thing is like professional level absolutely and they were on some ma major television and in major events, but they're trumpeters. You, you know, coincidence, it's thought and action. You know, you, you don't see these type of <laughs> boom, you know, I mean, right in your face things like this. I've never seen it before. And so I'm going to go with, you know, my inclination. Well, I'll tell you, I knew, I knew where I was feeling when I went to the pet store and they didn't have They only had one bag of the cat and the dog food instead of the three that I normally would pick up. And Maria, the owner, was kind of like, uh, we're getting them in Tuesday, you know, because she knew I might panic because <laughs> I'm a prepper. And I went like, okay, whatever, don't worry about it. And I was not concerned at all. And I realized that that not concerned thing is... Um, you know, really, really ingrained in my, my beingness that I'm not concerned now that I know that the trumpeters are, <laughs> you know, going to be heard in the Supreme Court on January 6th. And what can they determine? They can determine that the people who voted not to investigate the, um, the problems with the, with the uh, election that they broke their oath of office. And that goes back to what I started saying, is that nobody was making people, you know, were the, the, when you take that oath of office, if you break it, the law says that you get thrown out of the job you're in and never allowed to be a politician again. But nobody has, has questioned any of these people. I knew we were in trouble when Pelosi ripped up Donald Trump's State of the Union address in front of the world because the law states anybody who desecrates a document of the United States is brought up on charges, felony charges, and it can be, I think it's, it was like ridiculous 10 years and $10,000 or more bail, I mean uh, uh, fine, And nothing was done. Nothing was done. There were people that talked about it, but nothing was done. There doesn't seem to be the uh, way of going after these people. It's like they realized that they could do anything they want. And one of the things that they did do, and I'm not clear on it, 
but it has something to do with um, giving themselves, using Congress and to give themselves some kind of an immunity against cases like this. And so that that's what they that's what they were trying to do in the tenth uh, district court, but you can't do it because what it is is that if if you try in this particular case to bring that out, you know, well, it, what in one of the one of the they had two court cases and one of the cases did in fact uh, get thrown out because of this, which they were glad of because now they can go appeal it to the next higher court. But what they were trying to do is to, you know, find some way of dismissing this thing, and the lawyers that were involved in it quit because they realized game's up because that very situation of the immunity clause was being addressed, I believe, in the legal document that, you know, Congress cannot, by the Constitution, okay, put out a law that keeps them from being prosecuted under cases of breaking their oath, essentially. If, if they don't stand up for the Constitution, and I, I should have looked at the law a little more, you know, as to what they were referencing. But apparently they even touched on that. So it's a matter of you people illegally, by constitutional law, put into the books a, a, a bill that said that you couldn't be prosecuted. Well, that's just illegal. So they're, if they, and I've said this for, for, for decades, they're not following the Constitution. If they were, about 90% or more of every damn law that they ever put out is unconstitutional. And I could get into the whole reasons that they got into that and long stories that I've written about it. Um, but this, this case is, is going to make a difference. And then Trump comes out and says, when I'm inaugurated. You know, he didn't say, and he, and he kept saying, immediately upon being inaugurated. What, he's going to say that for two years in the future? No, he's talking about... Well, that's I'm clear gonna, to me. That's clear. He's signaling a, a, a return somehow, oh, yeah. sometime soon. Real There's soon. no other, I think, valid reason to... Just go out, like you said, two years in advance. Nobody has done it. Nobody has announced its candidacy for a presidential run two years in advance. Yeah, this is a clear signal. That I, that's how it felt to me right away. I I got the feeling that okay, this is very good news. He's announcing that something's going to happen soon. Yep, yep, yep. Have you folks followed the uh, Carrie Lake uh, judgment that came out recently? Kind of. You know, she went to court for the uh, the Arizona uh, like uh, election irregular irregular irregular. I can't say it. Irregular, irregular. things. <laughs> well, Jan Shaw on Saturday's show, Cosmic Creating, she um, discussed it by reading uh, somebody who really took it apart, and apparently they had some credentialed authority expert. And in this article that Jan read, they um, the article basically said this this 
expert was not an expert in anything. <laughs> you know, he never looked at the documents that they were presenting to the court. He just got up there and said, no, there's nothing in them. But he had never looked at them. There was no documentation that he had ever actually seen them. <laughs> so go figure. You know? I heard they're even going after Carrie Lake's lawyers for just bringing up the case of, of election ir irregularities. or I just can't say that word for some reason. <laughs> not, a, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, but, um, well, it, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody that... I don't think there were too many people that actually thought that she would win that case, be, being that it was in Arizona. Well, Janine uh, the, the, drew the cards on it, and the cards said that it was all agreed upon. It was, it, it's, uh, according to the cards, it's a white hat operation, once again, to get the people to pay attention. Uh, and she said it was, so, it was so outrageous for the judge to say that there's nothing, there's no case there, despite the mountain of evidence that they brought forth. And like you said, there's supposed experts that there's nothing there, despite this mountain of evidence. I mean, you remember a, few, a couple of shows ago, we spoke exactly about this. People, uh, we spoke about the judges not, you know, claiming, oh, there's no, we have no standing, or there's no case here, despite mountains of evidence. They are committing some kind of treasonous act, and I'm sorry, but I guess they're going to win one-way trips to Guantanamo as well, not just the, uh, the COVID uh, tyrants, but uh, I guess these judges... Well, see, they're revealing I, themselves. I'm not it, sorry. This might be a trap, you know. And they fell for it. It is a trap. I mean, it's evident. See, the thing of it is, that that if the if the Supreme Court finds for the uh, Brunson brothers' case, then those judges also broke their oath of office. See, it all all goes back to to believing in the oath. I've taken the same oath any military person has. Any state government, local government, anybody that works for the federal government, they've all taken this oath. But nobody has stood up before and said, if you break your oath, you lose your job, period. And you might be brought up on charges, depending on what you do. So... I'm I'm pretty sure that what we're dealing with is uh, the. <laughs> so the oath is just a formality, not say, not anything serious. Say again. The oath is just a formality, not anything serious. I guess in their minds, they're, in their minds, yeah. minds. <laughs> it's like once again, it's like their concept of uh, implied consent. You know, they kind of show you something, and if you don't react. They interpret it as your con you got the they got your consent and they go ahead and especially for the jab thing. Yep. Like, how many knows? How many doesn't know that it was a uh, experiment? It was a experimental drug, or was it a drug? You know, when well, they were just poison. They, they were breaking the law all over the place regarding that. They had no ability to lock us down. None of this was was legal. But it was like, well, let's just suspend the Constitution 
and uh, forget about freedom of... I mean, they closed down the churches? You can't close down the churches. I mean, that's just insane. So, all I can say is that let's hope I'm right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nancy, are you still feeling that Sorry, oh, sorry. No, I was just a quick question before Nancy gets away from the subject. Is there a precedence? Um, I mean, have there been, in, historically speaking, cases of people being taken to court because of uh, violating their oath? Not to my no? knowledge. Not to my knowledge. Uh, okay. Well, they probably try to prevent that as much as possible. Well, the, the, this immunity thing right there, it was their protection mechanism. And I guess some crooked judge, judges as well, like we're seeing now, like the Kerry Lake case. Uh, I was about to ask you, Nancy, if you still feel that good energy that you described about the uh, couple of shows ago. You said that the Christmas energy felt really good. Yes, and it was weird because I was watching probably, well, it was probably Fox, one of the shows, and somebody commented on that that they felt that there was a new spirituality. It was one, it was Tucker Carlson. It was one of his hour shows. He was doing a blurb on it. And I can't remember who it was that he was interviewing. But they they also felt that there was a, a, a new spirit. The people were, were going to spirituality in this absolutely insane place that we find ourselves. So it's not just me or Walt that feels this difference. It's it's like yes, it's a war, it's a spiritual war. So hopefully um hopefully we're going to have a situation where everything turns out right quickly. <laughs> so what else did Janine say? What else has she been talking about? Uh, they had uh, broadcast uh, yesterday an impromptu broadcast, uh, Janine and uh, Jean-Claude. Uh, they came out of their uh, holiday break to do a quick uh, like one-hour show. And uh, I'm trying to remember. The Canadian government just put out a video, a very weird James Bond-esque video about... Uh, it was Justin Trudeau looking at his watch... And then calling the transport minister saying, okay, it's time now, uh, clear the, clear the uh, airwaves or clear the airspace, something like that. And then the transport minister started doing things. Uh, he had like a secret package that had like two, um, how do you call them, these, um, these balls that you hang on the Christmas tree. How do you call them, Christmas balls or Christmas decoration? Christmas balls. Okay. He had like a secret package with two of them, two of these balls, one red and one blue, you know, just like the pills in the Matrix, the red pill, the blue pill. He chose the red one and he smashed it with a hammer and there was a code in it and it said 4646 and he entered that code 4646 in a computer and it was activating uh, Santa and then Santa was going uh, out doing his, uh, his run. It was a very weird video and they were commenting on how... How much um, code was in there? And they were, you know, 
analyzing it with cards and and one of the things that the cards said that the code uh, for Santa has been used by apparently by astronauts when they were discussing or, or uh, describing things they were saying uh, seeing in space when they saw like uh, uh, UFOs on un- un- identified things flying they would call him Santa oh Santa is out there and apparently it's called for ETs so Jean-Claude of Beyond Mystic who's always who always has interesting questions he asked Janine to ask the cards is Santa in the video a code for ETs that clear clear the airspace and bring you know it's time for the ETs to come or or the information about the existence of ETs to, to be revealed and the cards had a soft yes as a as an answer i thought that was interesting so I don't okay, know, Dolly. Okay. Maybe the posse can comment on that if they're around oh, and, and oh, oh, they feel oh, that on, it's a, a subject that oh. is worthy of, of discussing right now. Because I thought that was interesting, uh, an interesting interpretation. Okay, um, we just got disconnected for probably almost 45 seconds here, a little more. If it happens again, um, I'm going to... Sh- just reboot the whole system because this is probably making our listeners crazy. Oh, okay. Well, at least you're recording the show so we could uh, yeah, yeah. play back the recording later. Okay. Yeah. So let's just see what happens. I don't know if resetting anything is going to do anything because, like I say, I'm assuming that it's a low signal from my from my neighborhood. Um, we could also try going through somebody else like Walter, but he has never done that, so... I'm not sure. But anyway, we're going to go on with the show here. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Where's Rosie? What, 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 where's, I mean, come on, guys. Bossy, help us out here. Oh, Lord. Um, so, well, maybe just to continue on this thing about Santa and the, the possible disclosure of the existence of ETs, how do you guys feel about this uh, interpretation of a. Uh, of the cards. Now, what did she say? Because I got a little distracted. Okay. Uh, Jean-Claude asked if the Santa in the video, uh, the go- Government of Canada video, that the word Santa and their use, the, the use of Santa was an analogy to ETs. And that they were saying that, okay, it's time for the information on the existence of ETs to be brought to the public. And the cards, that's what Jean-Claude asked the cards, and the cards gave a soft yes as an answer. That it might be part of disclosure. Because the, the government video is, seems to be really, really coded. It was really weird. I'll try to, I'll find the link and put it in chat for you, those of you who want to watch. It's about a minute, minute and a half. It's a very slick production uh, done with the uh, Canadian tax dollars. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It's well, a, another good demonstration of how they spend the tax dollars so well. Um, well, talking about, you know... It. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dolly. It's Do- been said, it's been... Uh, a long time ago when it happened, uh, it was said, finally admitted, they used Santa to... St- to mean UFO. They're seeing UFO. They're seeing a UFO 
and and because it was close to Christmas for that particular flight thing, that's why they used Santa Claus. So they were telling NASA or whoever we're seeing UFOs. That and it's been said that's what they meant by it. Just an FYI. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a code thing with pilots. I think that you know they'd say they'd say with the astronauts. Astronauts. Okay. It was yeah. with the, the astronauts. astronauts. Yeah. That year. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody said we see Santa Claus, and then they discontinued the they they changed the channel so that the public wasn't hearing it. I'm remembering it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so just before we started the show, uh, Mona sent me something, and it's a film. It's only about two minutes and thirty-one seconds, but I'm going to just read it to you because they don't say anything in the in the film. It's just the film from the Daily Mall. Santa Putin swaps child same-sex parents for a mother and father, and gives a football toy cars, and a drum kit to a boy being raised as a girl in anti-West propaganda video. Russian President Vladimir Putin has been portrayed as Santa in an anti-Western propaganda video released on the country's social media. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'll put that in the, in the uh, chat. And <laughs> well, uh, they they just passed a law in Russia, Nancy, uh, make it illegal for the whole uh, woke uh, mentality thing. The whole woke program thing is is illegal now in Russia. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I saw that uh, a couple of shows ago. I might have spoke about it, but I saw it on the uh, uh, Russian uh, website uh, RT. Uh, they had it there. I I was like, wow, that's a good. RT that's is a good back. Thing. Well, RT, it never went away. RT.com never went away. What what the problem was with them is that they're also a TV station, like CNN, right. and they were blocked in many countries. That's where the uh, the censoring with RT... I thought they were blocked occurred. here. They weren't? No, they're, they're, still, they're still online. They have very interesting uh, articles and programs that I keep watching from time to time. And uh, it's online that they've been blocked, not online, uh, on television access cable television like CNN you in Europe they had RT and uh, it was blocked in many countries but yeah I saw it on RT.com uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, Russia has passed a, a law making making all the uh, the woke mentality thing uh, illegal so the schools cannot push the woke agenda and it, it's illegal this bottom line illegal so I'm not surprised about that move uh, that Putin did I can't imagine the Russians going along with this woke stuff. It just doesn't... I mean, I've studied them all my life, and I can't imagine that they'd buy into that. You know? I just... It would seem very odd to me. <laughs> you know, I feel that the Russians uh, have such a deep spirituality... I don't know. I, I feel there's something special about Russians or the Russian spirit or 
like I, like we've spoke before, Nancy, I feel I have a connection with you from previous lives in Russia. I feel I feel a connection with Russia. You feel a connection with Russia. And there's something special about Russians and about spirituality. I don't know what it is. Um, maybe the posse, once again, they, they can comment on this because I find this very interesting. Yeah, we should we should it's, let Dolly talk to the posse because they said that they would, you know, participate. Dolly, are you up to talking to the posse? Yeah. I've been trying to say it, but I don't want to interrupt. <coughs> um, we were thinking maybe Dave would come, but Dave wants to come next Tuesday. And uh, the posse says that they will answer questions uh so we can ask them questions. So feel free to ask them questions. Today or next uh, next show? Today. Okay. Rather than to Dave being here, the posse is here today. <clears throat> okay, who wants to go first? Unless well, they let, have let, a let's just, right away? Let's just give that question that you just kind of alluded to. Um Okay, that the Russians have something special with spirituality and well, I'm mostly I'm mostly going to put it in terms of um, Edgar Casey said the hope for the world will lay in Russia, and I you know like to say oh talking about Shanghai, but there, it's like you say there is some kind of a special spirituality. So the question to the posse dolly is basically is the the is Russia under Putin, a, a source of good. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do they want to elaborate on it? Is it because of their spirituality? Is it because well, they see the, the black hats, the cabal, and they're fighting that, and they're going in and getting the biotech uh, labs shut down? I mean... It could, like, like expand okay, on. Let me answer. Let me answer. Um, yes, Russia is. Russia, I don't know how to say, is or are. Russia is the good guys. Um, Putin has been cleaning out the dumbs over there. Uh, that's why uh, they've heard a lot, a lot of explosions. <clears throat> Putin is not the uh, one who, who is attacking the Ukrainians. Hold on a minute. The Ukrainians are being attacked by uh, what's that dude? I'm I'm kind of hearing it, but the Ukrainian guy. The, Zelensky. Zelensky. Yes, thank you. I was hearing, but I wasn't hearing Zelensky. Yes, um, the, Russia is cleaning up. Oh, jeez, I didn't know Boss Posse's got that upset. Uh, Russia is cleaning up in Ukraine all the child trafficking. Uh, not only child trafficking, but adult trafficking, um, and the dirty bank stuff 
and they are taking out leaders over who who have Ukraine as their home base. <clears throat> uh, Russia is taking those guys out. They are working with other leaders who are white hats. Uh, so when Trump went around and met with all the leaders, they did not show all the leaders that Trump met with. <clears throat> so there are leaders working with the White hats that you have no idea about. No one does, and that's the way that it's supposed to remain because you can't tell the enemy everything you're doing. So, uh, the, the ones, there's a lot of them that weren't shown. A lot of those ones are working together, uh, Russia, USA. Um, Canada even though you're seeing that dude who, who did blackface they that's a bad guy he's been replaced he's not really that guy anymore um, but there's going to be a lot of <coughs> smoke and fires smoke screens that and there's going to be a lot of fires that are happening. By fires, they mean uh, actual deeds that are being carried out. Uh, uh, so uh, if you happen to notice, there's maybe some smokescreen stuff. You might want to stop and remember what they're saying right now. Uh, there's a lot of stuff being carried out. <coughs> And there's a lot of people that are being accused of being black hats that really aren't. Uh, they're trying to give us hope right now. That's what they're doing. The, the, my guys, my posse. Um, <clears throat> things are going really good. Believe it or not, things are going really, really good. Uh, there's still a lot to be done, but not... Not like it was. Not like it was at all. Um, so we should keep the faith about that and to look for smoke screens to help to give us hope that we're looking for because there's a lot of smoke screens happening at this time. So does that answer you enough? because that's all they're giving me on that. Yes, thank you very much. Is there something yeah. that they want to say to us that they've got on their minds? Uh, no. No, they don't want to say any more than what they need to at this point in time. But they, they are here to take questions, some questions. They'll be able to answer in some questions of course like normal they won't be able to answer but they are here for us at this time to try to help us along 
Can they clarify what they mean by smoke screens? Is that like like false flag type deal? Let me listen. Give me a minute. Well, uh, their smoke screen definition is like, okay, that's good. Thank you. Like the buildings that they showed in the Ukraine that were on fire and they, they reported People were killed. Uh, Russia bombed this building. So that's a fire. Okay. And because that building was destroyed way previously. So that was a fire at that time. The smoke screen is, it was not currently bond people were not currently killed in that building that is a smoke screen uh, the fire was a while ago or when it was really bombed but we didn't see it but now we can see through the smoke screen that it was already bombed is that a good enough explanation Yes, it, it makes sense. So it, it's not, it's a it's a time thing. It was it was it's not when we're seeing something. It's not actually happening. It's something that happened at another time. So we we're right. Okay. Right. Well, you know, right. I want just take a break here for a second, Dolly. Um, I you know this started in February, and if. Everything that I'm hearing on Fox, and they don't cover it like CNN and all those others, but if there's all this damage and everything, wouldn't you think the country would be in ruins by now and that everybody in the country would have left? If you've got no power and your your, your cities are coming down, don't you think you'd start walking out of that place? I don't care. I mean, it, you might have to leave the old ones behind or the infirmed, but wouldn't you think that the vast majority of them would have got the hell out of there by now? Yeah, before before winter. Yeah. Before they knew they were going to freeze to death? I mean, we just had that snowstorm that was, you know, an overnight two-day thing maybe. And what is it, 34 people are dead? And the vast majority of them froze to death in their cars? And people are asking, why wasn't there more preparation? Well, the question would certainly be for those people in the Ukraine. You knew winter was coming. You knew you didn't have any electricity. And if you did, it might be bombed in a little bit. So why would you have stayed there? I just, none of it makes any sense to me. So I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure that they're having a war. Hell, I'm not even sure that there's... There's an Earth anymore. Maybe we're just well, in a movie wasn't theater. Wasn't that issue brought up some time ago when when Nancy Pelosi was still doing the rounds and she was still uh, actively actively being active, whatever she, that means for her? Uh, wasn't that brought up? Uh, several people were bringing it up when you, when you were talking about your favorite uh, 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 your favorite journalist. They were if they were it was such a there was such a, this big talk about this all this war happening in 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 the Ukraine 
and there were people that were actively saying, okay, if there's so much war and destruction, why are there so many famous people and celebrities going to the Ukraine? They're going to to ground zero, and there's all this death and destruction. Yeah, Sean Penn with his Oscar there. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> You're now tourist. It's now a tourist attraction being in the middle of destruction. Okay, so Dolly. <laughs> now, my question to you or to the posse is: Is most of what we're seeing just theater? Has the death and destruction of the Ukraine been as big as they're saying? No, uh, yeah, wait. It's a, it's yes to my, okay. Start at the beginning. It is mostly movie, mostly movie, uh, but and. Uh, this death and destruction in the Ukraine is movie. What was your first question? No, that that was basically the question. Now, I've talked to some of the oh, Russians, okay. and they say that their families that are still in the Ukraine, This I haven't talked to them about this in a while, but that they were saying that, you know, no, it's real. You know, there is an attack, and I, I, I believe there is an attack. But I just, I, the, Zelensky is, leaves the Ukraine and flies to the United States to appear before Congress and then flies back. Do they think the Russians are not capable of shooting that plane down? Yeah, the, the, like I said last week, this just doesn't make sense for Zelensky to go to Washington in the, the middle of a war. <laughs> Is that the real Zelensky? He is saying, look through the smoke. You're looking through the smoke. If you're paying attention to that, and you don't believe it really would happen that way, you are looking through the smoke. See, that's a good smoke screen thing right there. You're looking through the smoke. They're throwing this out to you. This is a stupid-ass thing that anybody should believe. Look through the smoke. See what's really going there. And you did. You remember Boris from Britain ended up there? Walking down the street? The premiere there when the guy that looked like Trump? Oh, oh yeah. A lot. A lot of famous people have uh, been walking down <laughs> the street. <laughs> where you wouldn't want to walk in a war zone. <laughs> So during World War II, There's did we have celebrities smoke. walking in the war zone? Yes, yeah, actually. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yes, we, had, yes, we actually. had celebrities going over like uh, Bob Hope. Yeah, on bases, but... Elvis Presley, of course, he was in the service. We did have celebrities uh, going over to entertain the troops. Yeah, so but they, they, were, they, were, they weren't in... Would be, yes. They, they weren't in the war zone. The yeah, movie. like Sean Penn did, who went to... Uh, right. Is it was in Kiev? Yeah. They, Kiev? Yeah, Kiev. The Russians... Uh, do, we have the, time, the, the Russians do we have time for one question before the break, Nancy? Sure, sure, sure. Dolly, are you up for a question? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if the posse is allowed to answer this, but is the hand of God 
behind the Brunson Brothers Supreme Court case? Absolutely. There's a reason for that. Yeah, There's many. There's not just one. There's many reasons for that, that they're rolling into the one congressional act. Uh, so. Yes. The answer is yes. God is behind. God is behind it. Yes. Thanks. This is great news. Very, very uplifting. Good news. Thank you, That's God. That's what they want to do. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be more perfect. I don't think. I have, I have chills right now. I have chills up up my spine. I'm I'm just vibrating. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Posse. They <laughs> uh, say you're welcome. Okay, so um, let's take that break now. And it's Ani Avedisian. She put this together. And, oops, which one is it? Uh, no, I think I took the wrong one. Let me look. Uh, hmm, okay, give me a second here. Okay, Saturday. And this is entitled, It's Getting to Look a Lot Like Gitmo. I have received a great many emails of late expressing a dysfunctional level of rage and hatred. Darlings, we have all been there. Awakening is not an easy process, and the first stage is usually rage. Don't deny it, but don't stay there, because you can't think straight when you're soaked in indignation and resentment with venom dripping from your mouth. Get it all out and realign back to calm objectivity, because that is where the Holy Spirit lives, and that is the vibration that will take us into the new golden age. And now, my darlings, let's see if I can pull this off. <laughs> At great cost to my image and reputation, I wish to present to you my annual Christmas carol spoof song. And this year, I'm so sorry that both of my instrumentalist friends have moved out of town so this will be an a cappella version um, but I will sprinkle it with kazoo and shaky stick and anything else I happen to find on my desk so again let's see if I can pull this off live on the radio my version of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas which I have retitled it's beginning to look a lot like Gitmo are you ready <laughs> One, two, three. It's beginning to look a lot like Gitmo for Deep State and the gang. They think they are unopposed, but corruption has been exposed. Whistleblowers have to hide in case they commit suicide. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Gitmo. For Satan's minion horde, this planet was under their rule as people dumbed down into fool. 
moons, but with energy from beyond the moon, they'll be singing a different tune. A pair of sturdy handcuffs and a rifle that shoots are the dreams of patriots in cahoots. Trolls that will talk and will snitch on their boss will make George Soros very cross. Bring in the light. We have to drain the swamp. It's beginning to look a lot like Gitmo. The establishment must fall. It's time to lock up the dark cabal for once and for all and to save our blessed nation from New World Order domination. They realize they are now in shit mo Cause Elon's telling tales. Folks have figured out they were hoaxed, malevolently coaxed. When media falls, we'll have their balls and fire all those folks. Bring on the light. We have to drain the swamp. A pair of sturdy handcuffs and a rifle that shoots. The dream of patriots in cahoots. Trolls that will talk and will stitch on their boss will make George Soros very cross. They can have their ho 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 in git mo 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 mo. Yes, it's git mo. Take them to git mo. Git mo today. Is there. And welcome back to Cosmic Reality. It is December 27th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. You just listened to Ani Avedisian, who has a um, metaphysical martini show every other Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> she's getting really good on the gazebo. Is that what they call that thing? And with me is... Gazoo. Well, gazoo, gazoo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my music man. That was Nicholas. Nicholas D, and we've got Walt Silva and Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. I haven't done that in a long time. Oh, <laughs> I was calling her that all the time when I first met. Thank her. God I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I'm not like Dolly Parton. That, that would be horrible. <laughs> Dolly Howard <laughs> and the Posse. So, um, who's got a question for the Posse? Uh-oh. Uh, Walt, you have a question? Uh, no, I, I already asked it. Thank you. Okay. How about uh, a question about Australia and New Zealand, uh, Dolly? Are the White Hats in control of the tyranny that's going on in Australia and New Zealand? They're still uh, pesky black hats working there, but there's more white hats. The white hats outnumber the black hats at this point in time in those two places. But there is still a mop-up that's going on. Mop-up that's going on there, yes. So there's a movie going on there to show to show the masses uh, uh, some stuff to try to wake him up. Um, there's no more way waking up, Nick. 
they are saying, yes, a lot of people would like to think that uh, their loved ones will wake up. They, they will see what's happening. But the, there are very few wake-ups left to happen because of, of well, how do I say that? I, that doesn't that doesn't do it right I'm trying to figure out how to say this right so so there's no question hold on sounds <laughs> like they reached the expiration date yes that's how I'm well. <laughs> yes Walt thank you <laughs> oh I didn't know how to say it because they were you know sometimes we our communication between the posse and me sometimes isn't so clear uh, they leave me kind of hanging for the right words to say to y'all I know what they're saying because they show me pictures to go along with their words yeah but you got uh, but, uh, Walt uh, there I and me know. you got Walt and me there and, and sometimes when it's not getting through you like I, I realized that he, he, he actually they went through him so you got people here <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean, yeah, it didn't wonderful. make any sense that what you said, that he came up with that answer. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't figure it out. It was like all of a sudden he had it, and I went, oh, he just got a download. See, Walt does get downloads. See, that's the advantage of having nothing between your ears. There's so much room. <laughs> uh, Dolly, can the, posse, can the posse comment on Brazil and China the uprising that are occurring right now in the, these countries? Can they comment on this? Uh, let me see. Uh, Brazil? Brazil is kind of like the USA. They are close to being uh, cleaned up. To being uh, things are close to being exposed in those two places. China, China is a mess. China is going to take some work, more work than what has been done, and that's all they can say about that. Thanks. Well, you remember that <laughs> person who came into chat for only a few minutes that said they were from China. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and they said, and we don't even know if it was a woman or a man, but they said something right. to the effect of the people in the West don't understand the Chinese people, that governments come and go. Some are bad, some are good. They make no difference. Remember that was such an odd mm -hmm. statement. And... When I saw yeah. when I saw this start to you know the and the best that I know it's still happening. Uh, it's not being reported, but you know, it seems like it's still happening. But it seems like maybe the people of China have sort of westernized in that they understand that they're being manipulated, and as long as things were going okay. They were okay with being manipulated, but now things are not okay. 
and they're trying to lock them up and put masks on them and do all sorts of weird things because they keep telling they want mm. zero COVID. And um, so now it's a point of them having actually woken up and maybe maybe the Chinese people are... are maybe, our, maybe our messages and other people's messages that they've been hearing is making them more aware of, you know... If it's not good, then we can make it good. It should be good. And that's the thing, is that we shouldn't have to suffer. I don't think the God source, whatever it is, Gaia, the source of, you know, the, the Dolly's God, you know, the God, the Father, uh, Christ, Muhammad, Buddha, I, whoever whoever's in charge, I've never felt that any of those people had anything except love in them. So why would they send us to hell, or at least purgatory, you know, it, to, to suffer? What, what, what's that all about? That doesn't make sense. But we have been convinced that that's what our reality is, so we allow it to happen. And now we're beginning to, to get, well, maybe we don't have to do this. Maybe this is not. Maybe, 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 maybe. Let's do something. Again, it's the reclamation. We're reclaiming, reclaiming our sovereignty. Reclaiming our sovereignty. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Yeah, it's a great word. So, um, okay, another question. I would ask a last question, a more personal radio crew-related question to the posse, if they're still available. Yeah, they're here for the duration today. Okay. Um, they're here for us, Nick. Good. I'll ask this one then. Did uh, the four of us here on the radio crew, did we have past lives together? Maybe in Atlantis or Lemuria? They, they cannot answer that. Why? I'm asking. Why? Because that's part of our personal explorations of this lifetime. Uh, some things can be known and some things can't be known. And they cannot answer that question because we have to figure a lot of things out. Okay. And yeah. tell us if it was divinely orchestrated for the four of us to come together on the radio. Yes, they can answer that. Yes. Good. Thank you. I've got a question. Is the technology uh, associated with Cater, uh, Tesla, Reich, Rife, the healing modalities that we know are available, um, w will they be brought out in the near future? Some, not all, some. That's the answer. Okay. We have a question in chat from a guest. Please. What's that? Um, the question is, is transpiring with paper money and banks? Thanks. They can't answer that, guest. I'm sorry. That is, uh, that's part of the 
they they can't answer some questions because they're not going to expose things to the enemy. Some things are kept from the enemy, and that's part of it. Uh, can I ask a follow-up question to that question yeah. uh, regarding gold? Uh, are we going to see movements of gold around the earth? Um, they cannot answer that kind of question. Okay. I was thinking gold no, for the humanitarian And they're laughing system. and they're, they're saying, no matter how you put it, Nick, we're not going to answer it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying that. The popcorn group they went decide. wild over that one. <laughs> May I ask a question? <laughs> Yeah. Please. Okay. Can they ask? Can they ask uh, the bad guys? Since you guys are defeated, uh, what are you waiting to leave? Do you have an expiration date? Oh, that they don't don't understand. Ask. Let me say it. Let, let me say it. You want to know from the bad guys. They know that they're bad, so why aren't they leaving? Is that your question? No. If if we all know, everybody's been informed that the bad guys have lost, so what are you waiting to leave? Because the bad guys don't believe they've lost. That's what's confusing the posse. The bad guys don't believe they've lost. They believe they can still conquer. They can, they can still win. Uh, is, this, is this a situation uh, where the, their, their beliefs do not overpower the reality? Hold on. Uh, <clears throat> it's like Satan. He has, he lost. The minute he left heaven, the minute he got in the argument with God, and he said, I'm going to go do my own thing. Well, that was the moment in time that he lost the battle. But he still thinks he's going to win. And that's exactly the way the bad guys are. They still think they're going to win so, their battles. So they're suffering from self-delusion? Yes. Well, let me, let me ask this question. Maybe this will clarify it. it is, has the head of the black hats gone? And that the people that think they still can win are the lower echelon that think that don't know that the leadership is gone. Uh, well, that's confusing as hell. Bring the posse, you uh, uh, They're saying to me yes and no. Uh, Oh, 
Oh, they're showing me a picture. Okay, Satan is the head of all the black shit. Uh, he's still around. He will be the last guy taken out. So, the ones under Satan, the high level under Satan, uh, 90% of them have been taken out. There's that last 10% holding on. And uh, so that's part of the the cleanup. The last 10% is holding on because they cannot accept that they are defeated. And it's of the, of the uh, ones under Satan. So that's, that's why we still have some stuff going on. Satan, Satan will be the last one to be defeated. And there's still others out there who don't believe. They, they're like Satan. They don't believe they've lost. They believe they can keep creating minions under them and they're seeing that they're having difficulties doing such a thing because uh, minions are easy to take out. The minions that are left are left on purpose. Um, for several reasons, and they can't, they can't, uh, they can't say why. Uh, but they're left there for several reasons. So. That's all they're going to say about that. So the power of belief is not all absolute or omnipotent. The power of belief is contingent on the amount of beliefs and how many how many are left. Because obviously their their belief is not changing the situation for them. Therefore, it shows that the power of belief is limited. And in, in their case, that they are limited. It's just that they're not accepting that they're done. Yes. Their power of belief is as big as they want it to be. Their power of belief is what they believe. And what they believe at this point in time is still 100%. That's why they're still hanging on. But they are few, and we are many. Right. Okay. But they don't Let's... see it that way. Yeah, fortunately, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we know it's not that way. <laughs> okay, I'll ask a question. I'm not sure they'll answer, but... Is January 6th the day it all turns around? They're laughing about that. You're ever given the date. You know, you can't believe that date to be the date. That's all they're saying about it. Well, that's kind of cowardly. 
<laughs> well, in a, in, in a battle of belief, in a battle of beliefs, they've been that, saying that dates are just uh, bullets, right? Well, I mean, no, because the Supreme Court could, in fact, uh, table it. Well, we're going to look at this. It might take a few days. You know. Let me let me let me rephrase it. They say, they say anything and everything can happen. Okay, so at its appropriate time. Yeah, but I guess they don't want to inform the uh, the dark ones about what are they're going to do. But it is the pivotal uh, event. Question mark. This sounds like a great opportunity to use. They're not going to answer that question the way you want it answered. <laughs> no matter not- how you put it, <laughs> and they're laughing. You're yeah, just they're as the bad boss. as Nick. <laughs> this is a, this, isn't this a great opportunity to use uh, our power of we are many and they are few? Quite simply, let's forget about dates and let's consider that it's done. Why should we worry about a date? It's already done. If it was it was uh, divinely ordained, therefore it's done. Who cares when what date it falls? It's done. Maybe we are being tested by not being so obsessed with belief with the dates. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, but I am I am obsessed with symbology. And I think that to just get these... They've seen the documents, obviously. They, they, it's obviously in front of them. There's no decision to be made. There's no discussion. There is no defense. So they have to make the decision, yay or nay. And yes, they could ask for the time, but I think in the scheme of things... This and I've always said that about dates. They never seem to be what people think they are. But in this case, it seems to me that the symbology of it, the fact that you've got trumpeteers. Who are trumpeteers? When you think of a group of trumpeteers, who do you think of? You think of angels, right? And I just think it's another, you know, stamp on the document of experience that says, yes, the God force, the love force, was behind this all. But it can only happen if we engage with it. You know, I mean, that's why I don't believe you can predict the future, but you can create it. And so if people go out and buy a lot of things at Christmas time, and yeah, it could be, oh, to hell with it, you know, take my house, because they might not have the money, but I don't think it's that at all. I think there is an upwelling of of energy. And if you look at any of the religious spiritual stories, they're all full of symbols. Uh, and, you know, the symbols of God behind it. So in this case, I think it, it you know, is an important symbol. You know, you could have done this on January 6, 2020. I mean, 2021. You know, but instead you decided to do this. Well, paybacks are hell. You're fired. We'll talk about legal proceedings later. Who's fired? Who are you firing? 
everybody that voted not to investigate the possibility of fraud in the election. Not the, oh, oh, oh. Say again. Okay. The 388. The 388. It's all of the executive office because they benefited from fraud, potential fraud. Okay? Now, they could, I guess, as best as I can figure it out, they could say, well, w- the Congress people that voted, now, the, the, the vote that, they, that they're talking about was 100 Congress people got up and said, in my district, in my community, there was all these documents of indicating fraud. We would like you to spend 10 days to look at our documents. Well, that's all they were asking for. And instead, they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to certify the election today, which they did. In doing so, they broke their oath of office because in legal terms, if two people, two different people come up and say, I think a crime was committed, you have to investigate it. Two, two people accusing somebody of treason, that person has to be tried. It's the concept of, I mean, as a notary, uh, there's, there's a law in Florida that a notary can sign something or two witnesses. So two witnesses are equivalent to the legal position of a notary. And that's, that's, that's the problem. So you had 100 people that said, you got to look at this, and they said no. That's when they broke their oath of office. And it's not a... It's not contested whether or not there was fraud. What's contested is they broke their oath of office. So it, this, is, this is why it's so critical, because if the Supreme Court acts on that and that alone, which is all they're asking for, you have a situation where anybody who took the oath of office anywhere in, throughout the country if they can be brought up on charges, with only two people saying, you broke your oath of office, um, if, if you get two of them up there that say that, then you have to investigate that person. These people who do these things without the ability to conceive that they could be in any way in jeopardy, they will think twice about taking political office. It's a real keystone to bringing back the republic and bringing it back in a way that it is better than it ever was. And Um, and the good news is the posse just told us that it's the hand of God that's behind that case. And this is why somebody that's, you know, not only sworn an oath to the Constitution, but studied it. Not like other people, but I I, I watch it. Anyway, I, I have a real appreciation for it. And the Founding Fathers themselves, the ones that wrote a lot, did talk about the the feeling that there was divine intervention in the Constitution. And we have, as Americans, as Americans, and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about all the people that have come all over the world, the people that are still trying to get to us through the border. Americans, we're not just a nation. We are a statement of existence. We believe in God. We believe that 
we were given inalienable rights that cannot be taken by any other human being. They're God-given rights. It's very hard for people in America to understand that that concept had never seen the light of day in the world, ever. People well, have you looked at Roman law? It's the worst of the worst. So they want no wonder they wanted to get away from that. From that. I'm I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. That Roman law. Well, no, at the at the time, the only law that was known in the world was Roman law. Correct. Right. Well, have you ever read Norman? I mean, Roman law. No, for I, example. No, I have not. <laughs> it's the worst. Is the most inhuman thing there is. Well, for I'll give you uh, a, a little bit of an example here. Uh, Primanactus, for example, Primanactus gives any 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 lord or king in power and finds out that a young girl is going to get married and it turns out that she's a virgin. He has the right to sleep with her before the husband. Did you know that? Pater familias, another law. Did you know that you you're a father, and you have children uh, of a teenage, you, you know, I don't know, maybe fifteen years old, twenty years old, a child, someone, you know, your son, and somehow he does something that offends you terribly or offends the family. Did you know that by Roman law you have a right to put your child to death and not be prosecuted at all? They'll just take the body away. You know, the, these are nice laws that they had Holy moly. In, the, in those days. Less, in, the, in those days. <laughs> Holy moly. Well, I think by the time that we get to American Revolution, um, you had the uh, British um, uh, uh, Magna Carta, and I think there were certain changes made in that. But, I, you know, I mean, that's that was the law. At that time, and that in and of itself was really to give more power to the nobility, not to the commoner. So even that law was, you know, yeah, it was limited in power. Very, very. So the concept that a nation is being brought together under the divine wisdom of God, because God gave us all these gifts, uh, and what, what 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 were those gifts? Well. You know, every American has the right to, to, to prosper and be secure and to live a life of productivity. And that goes contrary to all of the other visions of government. Government was there to control the people. It wasn't there to serve the people. So this concept of America and the Constitution and the way it was laid out is divinely inspired, and when I look at this, and I and I'm, you know, it's like it did look like the court was compromised because they kept turning down all of those cases that could have probably prevented the fraud. But if you're trying to create a scenario based on the law of war, which is a DOD Department of Defense. Um, manual published in 2019. If you're trying to follow that, then you can't. You've got to let the fraud go through. You've got to show it for what it what it was intended to be, not just stop it and say, "See, we stopped this." Oh yeah, sure you did. 
You know, you're trying to keep the people out of a civil war situation. Okay, at that point, that that's why I think that they didn't didn't hear those cases. So if you look now at the what's happening, it's like that divine document, the Constitution of the United States, in the end, is the thing that's going to save us all because it did set up a situation that has never been needed before, or it was needed but nobody knew we needed it, which is the concept of the balance of powers, where if the, the, the Congress is given certain things that the executive office does not have, the executive office can uh, veto some of the stuff the legislature does. And over here you got the, the, the uh, Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is there to make sure that both of those houses are doing what they're supposed to do. Now, the weakness in the Constitution really was how do you control the Supreme Court? And so in order to do that, it was a limited number of judges and they were put in for life so that they w- couldn't be bribed or, you know, blackmailed. It wasn't, probably wasn't even thought of at the time. But at least they couldn't be bribed to do the wrong thing because they were in there for life. They, were, they had solid jobs. You know, what, why would you jeopardize that? So to see that now, in the midst of all this turmoil, that the Constitution was written with a series of laws that have never been really tested. They've never been tested in this way. And it happened 200 and what, I don't know, 40 years in the future? I don't remember where we are with it. That's 1776. All that... Only God would see that future event where you would need this specific laws in the Constitution that are so specific that lawyers for the defense refuse to to participate because there is no defense. Well, there's something very specific also that has to do with the American Constitution and you can't ignore it or just let it pass. At the time of the American Constitution, the, the American Revolution and the Constitution was drawn and passed and all of that, um, Alex Collier speaks of this and he he knows more of the details. I don't know um, among what groups it this happened, this was determined, but for 300 years, there was an agreement between groups. For 300 years, humanity was left alone to manage themselves. And the result of that being left alone was the American Revolution and the independence. And then, unfortunately, the bad guys came back. But that's what that's what happened. The first, uh, the first chance they got to be ruled, self-ruled, the, the first thing they wanted was independence. They didn't want to be controlled by um, the the noble the nobles anymore. So that was very significant. You know, the the, the uh, aliens said, "Okay, hands off." For 300 years, nobody's going to bother these people. And, well, that's what happened. You know, okay, we want to be free. Get it? Okay, let's ask the posse. Posse, the the story that Walt just said, is that true? Dolly, are you here? Some of it. Yeah, I'm think I'm listening. 
I have to listen. You know, they're saying some of it, but they can't tell you part the which parts are and which parts aren't. Did Washington actually see an angelic being at Valley Forge? That yes. Show? Okay. Yes. Was that an alien or an angel? Angel. And that's the other thing. Remember, who was it that said the angels would come back? It was uh, Collier, right? Collier. Mm-hmm. What did he say again? There were, uh, he... In the last webinar, no, the next to the last webinar, somebody asked that question, what's the status? And he says, I don't know. They haven't given me any more information. I I just know that they were coming through the, they were be going to be in three systems. Earth is one of those systems. The other one uh, is, oh, I forget the name is now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they're well-known systems, not the Luran systems because they're not there anymore. Uh, there are three known names, and one of them is the oh, Earth. Sorry. You just God, got my God ear bless wet. you. God bless you. <laughs> you just got my ear wet. Now I have to dry my ear. <laughs> well, get a Kleenex and dry it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a paper towel. Go get a paper yes. towel. That seems like a paper towel one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so is it angels or ETs? Well, didn't they say it was angels? The Washington thing? I don't know. Did that what you said? Yes. Yes, okay. He was visited by angel. Okay. Angels are around. Yep. Ooh, I think Christia just showed up. We're talking angels. And she's laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel her. She's with you, not me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. A uh, question to the posse regarding the um, reclaiming our sovereignty. Uh, what is the power of us reclaiming our sovereignty? Does it have a reach in the higher realms when we claim our sovereignty? What, what happens in the higher realms? Did we just lose the radio? No, I'm trying to hear. Hold on. They're discussing this. I'm such a troublemaker. No, this has never happened before, Nick, in thousands of years. They, uh, they, people have always reclaimed their sovereignty, so they're not seeing what the big deal is. Well, That's people, where the yeah, people are lies. like we we are rediscovering this God-given birthright of sovereignty, and now we're claiming it. And I'm wondering if it has a reach in the higher realms when we say no to the darkness. 
you know, do we get an army of angels helping us or is there something in the unseen world that helps us when we say, no, I'm sovereign, I'm saying no to the darkness and I'm going forward with the light? Do I have help with the uh, higher realms, from the higher realms? Well, see, they're, they're saying that you've always had help from the higher realms. If you ask for help, whether you have claimed sovereignty or not, you will get help. If you ask for help and you are sincere in asking, you get help. Whatever kind of help you need, whether it be angelic or or some, some spirit that you're connected with or one of the people that has been in your, uh, your spiritual group uh, and is on the earth plane or one that's in the spirit plane. Or when you ask for help, whether you have claimed sovereignty or not, and you are sincere, you get whatever kind of help you need. <clears throat> Unless you ask specific and it's not for you. If you ask a specific, I, I want you to help me screw this screw into this engine at this moment in time. You probably won't get that help. <clears throat> You're being too specific. It might need something else in that instance. And, and you perceive it as being that issue. But it's really not that issue. So you uh, like, <clears throat> be be more general with your questions for help. Yeah, you might be putting See? the wrong screw in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Plus, there's another little tiny insignificant yes. deep detail. When, if you're one of those people that defends the vaccine unequivocally and you demand that you want it and you believe that it's real and it's good and, and it's everything that you that they promised you, that's you using your sovereignty, isn't it? You're claiming your sovereignty. You're demanding that you want the vaccine. So that's one of the things that we have to realize. Everyone is sovereign. Not everyone is smart enough to know how to use it. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Look at all the people that are demanding to be vaccinated. Can you deny them their sovereignty? Can you say no? You you can't have it. You can't have that. So, you know that thing is going to kill you. I'm like, well, I don't care. I want it. It's it's going to save me. It's real. Well, you know that that's that's their sovereignty. They want it. So could it be that they're creating a reality that we're not seeing, a reality in which they are protected with the vaccine, if they believe so so deeply that it it works? I think that I think that comes down to the concept of rule three of cosmic reality. Rule one, reality is what you think it is. Rule two, majority wins. And that doesn't mean people, it means how much energy you put out. Rule three, anybody <clears throat> excuse me, anybody in charge of a given reality will keep everybody from knowing rule one and two. So a lot of these people have been hoodwinked by the dark side. In the scheme of karma, they were just hoodwinked. The problem becomes one of why were you hoodwinked? 
you made the choice not to see it. So that puts those people in a situation where how you how are you going to they, they use their free will they use their sovereignty to make the choice not to see what we were seeing and to go along with the with the whole narrative and and the control you, they had to have given their consent to be controlled you know what i'm saying i guess at a higher level yeah maybe a soul contract level you know, and if 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 you want to think in terms of trust their soul, well, you know, we don't know what kind of reasoning is behind that. Doesn't make sense to us. But then again, I can argue it. You know, like a lot of these people are going to have believed that the sh the sh shots were going to make them. Uh, they were going to act like a vaccination is supposed to and protect them and to keep them from hurting others. And so that's their reality, and that's what it became. And that was where I think they fundamentally went wrong, is that they didn't understand that little glitch. If these people really believe that, that's their reality. That's what's going to happen. That's where they gave their consent, that it would work. You understand what I'm trying to get to? Oh, maybe not. It's like, well, it's uh, no, it's subtle. It's like the devil is in the details. Exactly. That's what they exploited. Exactly. Amen. That's it. So those people that just, you know, believed that it was that that was their reality, they they believed everything was going to be fine. Okay. We but they gave their consent to a lie. They did not give their no, consent to the truth. That, that's that's on a fundamental basis. Why did you choose to follow the lie versus the truth? Okay. Yeah, I guess that's the soul contract uh, decision. Don't, don't complain when it blows up in your face. You're deciding to follow the lie. The okay? truth is out there. The truth yeah. is out there. We've been here <laughs> be, since before this. Anybody else yeah. realized there was a problem? You know, my first yeah. 5G radio show was in 2014. <laughs> we were way ahead of the game. So... I mean, I, I, I kind of think that those people are what's keeping us going. And that may be the reason behind it, is you can fool some of the people all of the time, and all of the people some of the time, but you can never do it all the time, fool everybody. And I think it's sort of that situation. It's like somebody once said to me that they envied my life because I could go out and be on the radio and write books and and change people's minds uh, about certain things. And I said, yeah, but you don't understand because this was a very, very, very loving human being, one of those, you know, kind of nun type of people. I mean, the real kind of nun that you want to see, not what happens. And I said that you don't understand. It's your energy that gives me the energy to be able to fight this. Your role is not to fight. Your role is to focus on a reality of love, to propel myself and others towards that reality. So this may have been uh, kind of like a sleight of hand, is to make a lot of people 
agree to the story, make that story real in a certain reality, and so not enough people died to complete the circuit. And that's why I think that's exactly why the 5G situation started to be rushed, is they realized too many people were waking up. And as they woke up, they changed the realities. Remember, reality is so, it's so critical that, that rule two, we don't talk about it very often. But it's how much focus is given to a given reality as to how much, let's say, you, you're in a race, okay? You're in a race for the future. Which of the many versions of the timelines, if you want to think of it that way, or of the realities around those timelines becoming the one that goes in, becomes history, Okay? And so if you got people who believe the vaccinations are doing their thing, don't care what the truth is, you know, that's still what they're putting their energy into. And they underestimated the creative capabilities of the human mind. That's, that's been their fundamental problem. Blinded by their arrogance. Yep. Yep, never underestimate your enemy. And we were their enemies. But they even they didn't even think of us as that. You know, we were like nuisance flies. And I'm tell I'm it, talking about the truth seekers. You know? It shows us their limited consciousness level. Think about them for this inability to evaluate uh our, our uh, the the power that we hold. Think about their creation of the Internet, how they underestimated. They thought it was going to be a control mechanism. In fact, it was one that got control by the people because they came together and they began to talk. They underestimate the flexibility of the human being to manipulate all of their evil tactics into something that benefits them. So I want to ask one more question of the posse, if I can. Um... I have a theory that we can use the 5G and the rest of the uh, telecommunications, electric systems, to be able to radiate healing energies. Is that possible, and will we do it? Yes, and it's being done now. It's being done now. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a related question: Are the uh, chemtrails that are seeing are they good stuff as well that they're spraying right now? Some. Some of it. Yes. It that goes along with. Uh, they don't have all the bad guys taken down yet. Uh, how about a question about uh, background people? Uh, do background people exist? And did Walt see background people at the store the other day? Background people are everywhere. So wherever you look and there's a crowd, you'll see them. What are they exactly? Are they biological robots of some kind? Do they have a soul? 
no soul. They're just... They're just things made to look like humans, but they can be made to look like aliens, too, because they, they get back around aliens. Uh, so they fill the but, stadiums. <laughs> yeah, but they can't describe <coughs> what they are. <clears throat> but they confirm that they do exist. Yes. yes. What was the purpose of uh, Nancy seeing these uh, background people suddenly appear in the airport? That story that she told many times on the radio before. They don't. They don't have any. They don't deal with answers like that. Okay, I was thinking. Last show, I think we spoke about uh, this event might be. Her seeing the future, that the possibility of background people suddenly disappearing might be uh, something that was shown to her, and that it might eventually hey, that's happen. That's That's not their degree of, of, of knowledge discussion. That 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 goes oh. in a different category than what they're in. Okay, maybe it's, maybe. it's personal with Nancy. I'm sorry. No, no. Maybe, maybe the question should be: When the Bible talks about the rapture, are they actually referencing the disappearance of the background people? No. Okay. You gotta ask a question, Nancy. Uh, guys, don't answer questions that are not don't asked. Don't forget, I can only, I can only give the answer I get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, we're down to the last uh, two minutes and forty seconds. Would you guys who, who would like Nick? You wanna? Oh wow. Say, or don't Smith's I, question or, maybe. Okay, go ahead. Uh, where does the fear of Santa for the the young young kids uh, originate from? They don't answer that kind of question. Okay. <laughs> no Santa questions. <laughs> Boy, I'd hate to have the posse as witnesses in a jury, in a jury trial. <laughs> no, no questions, Your Honor. <laughs> we don't answer those kind of questions. <laughs> uh, thank them very much. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, posse. That was uh, very interesting. They hear you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay. They say they're glad they came and thanks for letting them talk to to y'all because they wanted to share some hope with everybody. Hope yeah, is good. Done. Okay. Yeah. Walt, thanks, you wanna, or Walt, you want to say goodnight and maybe pass on some kind of a wisdom thing. What do you think? Wisdom. Little wisdom, <laughs> wisdom tooth. I'll give you a wisdom tooth. Good night, everybody. And uh, I have to. Oh, I I, for, I keep forgetting to say this on every show. I have to say thank you very much to Derek Condit for making the radio possible for us to enjoy. So, that thank you for that. Absolutely. That's my part. Next. Well, thanks for. Ditto on what Walt said. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> what? Oh, the, what? Oh, they're they're saying thank you to Derek too, I guess, huh? Okay. Nick yeah. and mysticalwares dot com. Good boy. Uh, thanks uh, for having me on the show, and I'll catch you on the uh, New Year's show coming up Saturday. Yes, that should be fun. Ani Avedisian will be joining us. Uh, Yasmin and Bob will not, but the others will be there. Thank you very much for being here. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.